Hello. <laughs> do you want to read the? In- do you have an intro tag? Do you want me to read the intro tag? It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know what you guys think about it first. All right, tell me what. So you it's uh, thank you for joining us on Making Sense. The same thing I said last time. But you guys sound super excited. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. Yeah. It's like semi-business professional. I mean, that's yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Here we go. So thank you for joining us on Making Sense, the Dell One Federal Credit Union podcast, where we talk about what's going on in your community, share some stories, and drum up excitement around promotions. This is Horatio. And I'm Sarah. And there's Jordan back here. Oh, we're doing that. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some exciting news. Okay, sure. Yes. There is a 5K, chocolate 5K race with Dell Tech, and I guess I give chocolate dessert at the end. I heard it was chocolate dessert and wine. Was it wine? Wine? I thought that was a pairing, like a dessert pairing. Oh, okay. That's nice. I could be wrong. You know what is next? The Shamrock Scramble. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did that one time. Um, Well, you run, right? No. You don't ever run? I do. I did. I did run. I don't um, actively run 5Ks like I used to anymore. Okay. I loved being at a table and giving out waters. Last year was freezing cold, though. Last year was pretty cold. It was... But uh, as soon as you start running... That's my problem. That, I wasn't yeah, running. you weren't running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Um, this is our fourth year doing it. Yeah, and it's a benefit case camp. Yep, it's for case camp. Last year we had about 153 registrations. And what's cool is you can register to run, or you could also register the silent hero. So if you just wanted to make the contribution to the initiative and not necessarily run, that's okay. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, it's been case camp the last four years um, that we've been supporting through through the Shamrock Scramble. It's a great... um, initiative and if you consider how much it costs for case camp to even operate like it's about a thousand dollars per child that participates in this and just imagine like they're attending this camp for free mm-hmm. so all of this money goes towards these you know, for these kids to be able to attend um, with no charge and we're talking about kids that are either you know currently battling cancer or are in remission and it's because of initiatives like this that we're able to raise money to help them uh, be able to go to this. That's awesome. So. And how long, do you know how long, if it's like one week or two weeks? It's a week. It's, it's a week? A, yep, it's a week long, and it, they have a wide range of activities and entertainment while they're there, and it's really cool because they have, they usually have a theme every year. Mm. So one year was um, going to the circus, and then like another year was Comic-Con. So they Ooh. they have a theme, and they, and they make it, they make the um, the campers feel like they're not home. You know, like because like yeah. when you're going through cancer, you have to go through a bunch of treatments. It's hard for you to travel, right? So they have this um, this camp, and each camper is medically supervised mm-hmm. uh, by volunteers, which I think is really cool too. Yeah. And um, because of that, that's why they're able to have these kids on site and to give them an experience where they feel like they're traveling or experiencing something new is is very special. So that's why we continue to support Case Camp every year. I think we should get into advocacy stories. Oh, advocacy stories. So within the organization, we like to share stories with each other on how we 
are able to impact the lives of our members. And um, we share these stories in hopes to enlighten other employees with different ways that they could also help their, uh, their members at their branches. And there are some really great stories on here. And a lot of times we're able to learn from each other and I'm hoping that by talking about it, we could share with you guys on what Dell One's able to offer. Yeah, we have um, uh, Miss Oak shared with me her recent encounter with a clumsy deer. The animal ran out in front of her car, financed with Dell One, and caused substantial damage that warranted her insurance deductible to be met. However, she did not have $1,000 saved to meet the obligation and needed a short-term loan. In short, <laughs> we could not exception her pal for lack of direct deposit, but after speaking with Elizabeth, our senior loan officer, we decided that we could not that we could counter offer her a signature loan based on her consistent deposit activity and member relationship. So we are now approved for the $1,000 to satisfy her deductible. That's great. That's great and it really highlights the one of the like a focal point on the advantages of being a member with a credit union as opposed to a much larger financial institution like you're able to build that relationship yes and in doing so we were able to work with her on getting her approved to pay this deductible so that she can get her car taken care of it's really what I really like is when you, you meet those people and like Dell one not Dell one just I'm just talking in general you really meet those people that just don't give up you know what I mean they're not just like and we have a lot of that here our employees here at Del One like they don't just say okay well you're denied that's over have a good day get out of my office you mm-hmm. know it's more like we actually care and we want to st- like stay with you and try to figure something out if if it didn't work out perfectly like, yeah, a, there was and if you think about all the options that she had with like payday loans, like the wrong way to go about yeah. trying to get that $1,000. Um, but instead, like, I'm glad we were able to work something out. I know, um, that's awesome. But it, and, and with that too, in your experience, because I know you've handled gap claims. Yeah. Um, there is such thing as gap insurance, but I don't think people realize how important it is, of course, until um, you need it. Right. Um, get gap insurance. <laughs> Don't not get gap insurance. I know. It, and it seems like, you know, when you're there signing the documents, you're like, um, I don't really want to pay that much. I mean, yeah, when you go to the dealership and, and you're looking like at not wanting to add anything else to your loan, um, thinking it's not going to be me. Um, and right, then, but when it is you, then you're going to look back and be like, Man, Man I should have gotten that gap insurance. I, I mean, I've seen a, tons of horror stories, and it makes me feel so terrible, like having to tell that person that if, you know, when you get in a total loss, they're only going to, the insurance company is only going to pay up to the value of the vehicle. And a lot of times, especially when you just buy a vehicle. Their perceived value of the vehicle. Uh, which is something I also want to talk about. But they're only going to pay up to the value, and the difference between what you owe and what the value is can be great. Um, and usually, the longer you've been paying on it, it's the um, you know the closer you get 
that gap it gets clo closed a little bit tighter but if you like just got a car like a year later you're gonna owe thousands and thousands of dollars right compared to the few dollars actually you spend on your monthly payment yeah and then um like i'm glad you brought that up about what the insurance company perceives your value to be because a lot of people don't go through all the documents and see and look at the fine print. So the insurance company values your vehicle and, they'll, and they can actually deduct um, things from your value and they um, usually compare it to like things that are local. So um, it's actually a good idea to go through and make sure nothing is missing because what if you got um, a better radio than the manufacturer uh, provided, you know what I mean? What if you did anything extra to the vehicle to make it anything more than what they say it, it's worth? It could really be helpful. My friend said when I was, he was with me when I got my car and he said the gap insurance thing came up and he was like, even though you're not required to have gap insurance, just think of it as insurance that you're supposed to have. It's just like having flood insurance. You live down at the beach, your house may never get flooded, mm -hmm. but you have it just in case, and you can't, you know, hindsight, you can't look at the money that you lost because you didn't end up using mm -hmm. that insurance for whatever reason. We've gone through um, like mechan our mechanical breakdown training. It, you're able to kind of apply that with all the other types of insurances, and like, bottom line is, if tomorrow something happens, can you pay it out of pocket? I'm sure 99% of the people are like, no. Then, like you mentioned earlier, pay the couple bucks extra on your monthly payment to have to have that insurance. And make sure you have car insurance too. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> then it can get really is, sticky. <laughs> is gap insurance void if you don't have car insurance? Well, you only yeah. Well, you only can file a gap insurance claim. Like you can only get paid um, once from the, the insurance. gap. Yeah, once the insurance company pays you. Gotcha. Your car insurance company pays you. Then the gap insurance sees what's left over, mm -hmm. and then they um, do their do their process yeah. and <clears throat> take care of what they need. And then to somebody care would need to update the gap insurance company if they're like switch insurance companies. No. Okay. That is not required. Okay. No. It's just like when the total loss happens, then you have to submit all this documentation to gap and show them. You know what I mean? What the insurance paid out. Gotcha. Great. So next topic, please. <laughs> uh, just a few things that I want to bring up about uh, just a little announcement that we have uh, some exciting increases happening with our interest rates. So just be sure to ask about um, those rates for our certificates. The certificates. Yeah, our share, our share certificates, aka CDs, aka certificates of deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Really? A do, do NKA, also not known as compact discs. <laughs> we did have a couple questions um, that I definitely wanted to go over. Did you have them still? I did not, but... Hold on, let me get some couple questions. At least we can get, get our, um, you know, members' voices out there. You know. Jordan no. already put you up on uh, Instagram. It's better, a good picture. It is a good picture. Yeah. Um, did also, you did you didn't oh. put me on Instagram yet with my hair down, did you? No, I didn't. Good, you thank God. It was it was still <laughs> wet from this morning. Oh my God. Uh -oh. <laughs> I know. Well, we have what exactly is a CD and why should I choose it? 
I like that one. Because when I remember when I first got hired here and I was going through training and um, the trainer at the time was talking about CDs and I was so embarrassed that I had no idea what it was. But so was everybody else in the room probably. Actually, there was only one other person in the room and they had banking experience. Oh. So they knew and I did it and I was just too afraid to say anything. I was like, I don't know. But um, I don't even really, I mean, I know that it's, it's a, um, considered a share what do you, I don't know, how would you explain it? So what is the what certificate? Certificate is money <laughs> so <laughs> being held. So a certificate is a an account where you put your money in for a set term. So that can be 12 months, 24 months, all the way up to five years. And the idea is basically like a promise. So I promise to keep my money in this account for two years. And for that promise, I am going to give you a higher rate of return. So an interest rate that it would typically be higher than if you were just to leave it in a regular savings account. And CD, did I already say it? Stands for Certificate of Deposit. Oh, I did. Oh, I thought it was Compact Disc. <laughs> <laughs> did it? <laughs> yeah, you yep. said it. But so, I, I mean, I mean that's pretty awesome because just say even if you don't have a whole bunch of money, just say like. You know, you want to, um, but you just want to set something aside, you can still do it. I mean, it's for all different, you know, you can have large amounts of money, small amounts of money. It's pretty cool. Uh, here we go. What if I don't want to lock up my money for five years? Don't they do it for six months? They can do it as, as uh, short of a term as six months, yeah. Six months up to five years. Mm -hmm. But the longer you keep it in there, do you get a higher... A higher rate of return. The higher you rate of return. Typically Yep. That's nice. I think an important thing to bring up too for those that are familiar with certificates, something that you don't typically find is a bump rate feature. With the bump rate feature, if you're looking at a certificate that you, you're locked in at a set interest rate for that term, but you have the ability to increase that interest rate at any point during your term if rates go up. And considering we're in a rising rate environment, it's a great way to get locked in at an awesome rate of return and then guaranteeing yourself the ability to bump it up to a higher rate when it increased while you're still locked into your term. That's awesome. And then um, without having to pay any type of penalty for taking it out yeah. early, right? There's if you bump it, you don't pay any type of penalty. Right, but you're not taking it out. Right, right? Okay, you're technically yeah. not taking it out. Yeah. yeah, so it's just it's the... You're still within that, like for example, 24 month term, but 12 months in, rates go up. You're like, okay, I want to bump it up to that rate. Uh, thank you for listening to Making Sense, a Dell One Federal Credit Union podcast. Love the episode of Making Sense? Find us on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, I don't know what happened. Okay. <clears throat> Remember the last time I did it and it was good? Yeah. We could just use that one. No, keep going. Okay. Love this episode of Making Sense? Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Play Music to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. <laughs> bam. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs>